Welcome to WFUV's What's What? It's Wednesday, September 21st. What's What? is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And it includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Megan Oftermat. And I'm Taylor Massetta. Let's see what's what in the tri-state. Governor Hochul wants to bring New Yorkers back to the subway. She announced plans to install two surveillance cameras in every subway car. Subway stations already have cameras, but train cars don't. Ridership numbers have decreased significantly since the pandemic. Governor Hochul says that recent crimes on the subway are making New Yorkers fear for their safety underground. She hopes that cameras will make people feel more secure on the subways. However, critics are concerned about riders' privacy. Hochul says that every camera will be installed by 2025. The governor also issued a proclamation today reaffirming New York's commitment to tackling climate change. The announcement comes in the middle of Climate Week, which kicked off on Monday and runs through the end of this week. The official document names goals like reducing emissions, implementing renewable energy, and prioritizing environmental justice, to name a few. New York's increased sense of urgency was sparked, in part, by statistics. The nine years from 2013 to 2021 rank among the 10 warmest years. 2021 was the sixth warmest year on record. While many of the goals set out by the state will take years to achieve, Governor Hochul was able to deliver some immediate good news yesterday. The U.S. Department of Agriculture will provide $60 million in federal funding to farms and forest landowners in New York State. This program will help offset some of the impacts agriculture has on climate change. Climate Week is organized by Climate Group in conjunction with the U.N. General Assembly and New York City, and it will run through Sunday the 25th. You can participate in events in person throughout the city or virtually via the website climateweeknyc.org. New York Attorney General Letitia James filed a lawsuit against former President Donald Trump and his family real estate business this morning. The lawsuit comes after the attorney general found documents that suggest that the organization falsely inflated the value of the company in order to encourage banks to lend them money and to evade taxes. The company is also being accused of other infractions, including insurance fraud. The goals of the lawsuit include assessing the company's financial history and removing the former president and some of his children from their leadership positions within the business. If successful, this suit could prevent the Trumps from operating in real estate in New York. It's been decided. The best Brooklyn bagel isn't from New York City. It's not even from New York. That's right. This past weekend, the third annual Brooklyn Bagel Fest declared the Connecticut-based pop-up bagels as the best in the land. Pop-up bagels started as a pandemic project by Adam Goldberg, but now has free locations in Westport, Greenwich, and Reading. This was Pop-Up Bagel's second year in a row, taking home the top prize. Today marks 43 years since the band The Clash got the content they needed for their London Calling album cover. On September 21st, 1979, The Clash's bassist, Paul Simonon, smashed a Fender P bass at a concert at New York's Palladium. Photographer Penny Smith just so happened to snap a pic as the musician lifted the guitar over his head before destroying it. She captured the moment on camera, and it went on to be used on the cover of their legendary album, London Calling. And 
And now we have Brian Raybacks here with us from the wonderful world of sports. So, Brian, I'm hearing it was a big night at Yankee Stadium last night. That's right, Taylor. It was a thrilling night in the Bronx at Yankee Stadium. Yankee fans retreated to history and a 9-8 walk-off win over the Pirates. Aaron Judge came through with another incredible moment as he had his 60th home run of the season. He's now one homer away from tying Roger Maris's franchise record. And more importantly for the fans, Giancarlo Stanton would come through later in the ninth inning with a walk-off grand slam to get the Yankees a win. And with that historic homer from Aaron Judge, one lucky fan did catch that ball. That was 20-year-old Michael Kessler, who immediately made the decision to give the ball back to Judge. In exchange, Kessler received a signed ball, a signed bat, and a photo with the Yankee slugger. And finally, from one come front behind win to another, the Mets beat the Brewers 7-5. They were obviously trailing for much of the game, 4-0 entering the sixth inning, but that all changed with three runs in the sixth, and they take the lead thanks to a grand slam off the bat of Francisco Lindor in the seventh, leading the Mets their 95th win of the season. With WFUV Sports, I'm Brian Raybacks. Thanks, Brian. While not affiliated with Climate Week, there's a Brooklyn art studio using their work to highlight the effects of climate change. Breakfast Studio in Brooklyn hosts a different type of art, kinetic art. The artists and engineers there create moving installations to comment on social issues. WFUV's Nicoletta Papivasilakis went to Brooklyn and spoke with Zolti, one of the co-founders of Breakfast Studio. She had the chance to witness this climate-focused art in person. That was the sound of flip disks flickering back and forth on canvas. Flip disks are tiny electromagnetic circles that move hypnotically to create different animations. Right now, I'm standing in front of a piece of art made of these little circles, and they're flipping between metallic gold and deep blue. I can also see my silhouette in the frame. But there's more to this piece than meets the eye. So this is called Longyear Buin Warming. If you missed that, he's talking about an art piece called Longyear Buin. Longyear Buin is a city in Norway. According to Zolti, it's the fastest warming city in the world. It is essentially like baking. It's, it's like 50 or 60 degrees warmer on average than it was like 40 or 50 years ago. The flip disks in the piece pull data about the current climate in Longyear Buin. It's visualizing not just the temperature there right now, so it's, it's connected to the web, it's pulling in that temperature, but it's comparing that to the last 40-year averages, and it's taking what it should be. What should the temperature be if we didn't F up the planet? <laughs> and what is it right now? The gold represents warmth and blue represents cold. And when someone steps in front of the installation, tiny cameras detect the onlooker's motion, making their reflection a part of the picture. The contrast of your image also changes based on that temperature. So essentially, the hotter it gets, the less clear your image gets. And so that's, that's kind of the theme that goes through most of our pieces. By making the artwork interactive, Breakfast wants the viewer to see how climate change affects everyone. We contribute to the problem, but we're also a part of the solution. The piece that's been fun and mesmerizing is actually about climate change. We try to layer in really important, relevant topics. And so in a lot of ways, the, the medium is the bait and it's the thing of beauty. Zolti and his co-founder, Matthias Gunneris, started out in software engineering. Now they transform computer pixels and data into something a little more tangible. We're an art studio. What we make is art, but we do 90, 95% of our time is engineering to make that art. 
The Breakfast team has been working on flip discs for over a decade. Like their kinetic art pieces, Breakfast Studio keeps on moving, but their art pieces also serve a purpose beyond aesthetics. They bring awareness to both social problems and places that would otherwise be out of reach. I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Nicoletta Papavasilakis reporting from the Breakfast Studio in Brooklyn. And that's our show for today. I'm Taylor Massetta. And I'm Megan Oftermat. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.